It's me, David Webb, and here's a highlight from today's show on Sirius XM Patriot. So the California recall is not only well underway, tomorrow is uh, the big day. So what does this mean in the state of California, the leading candidate on the Republican side, uh, Larry Elder, and now, you know, numerous stories of inconsistencies, uh, problems with voting. Uh, I've seen stories of uh, Republicans in certain parts finding out uh, as they go to vote that they've already voted, so they're after, they then have to vote by provisional ballot. Uh, there's a lot underway here, and then the media ignoring uh, what, was first treated as a joke or a bad joke or whatever when it comes to the woman in the gorilla mask. But now we know there was so much more to the story. Uh, the left's desire to hang on to power no matter what. Uh, Harmy Dillon, certainly someone who's been on this show before, California committee woman as well, joins me now. Armit, uh, good morning. How are you? I'm great. Thanks for having me here today. Let's dive right in. Uh, I'm seeing numerous issues, even on my flight out west last night. Stories popping up. Uh, First, where are we in this? What does it look like? I think tomorrow is going to have to be a big day uh, to overcome uh, the Newsom support. I think that's right. Uh, What we have seen consistently throughout this election and frankly, even prior elections, but this is this is only the second election that we've had where everybody got mailed a ballot. And our conservative voters are more reluctant than Democrat voters to vote by mail and do early voting. And so definitely there is a numerical advantage for the uh, yes, uh, for the no on recall side. And so you're right. We have to see a surge uh, in this last few days of early voting and tomorrow in-person voting to make up the difference. If you assume that it's going to be Republican support for yes and also some Democrats and some independents. But if that happens, um, then, you know, we're definitely the polls going into the voting showed it at a pretty much of a dead heat. Uh, yes and no on recall. And then if yes on recall prevails, then it looks like Larry Elder would be the next governor because he has a significant advantage in the challengers. Yeah, a little little bit of, as I like to call it, tough love. You and I have talked for a long time about this. I, I understand people reticent to, you know, do the mail-in validating their reasons. But if you're going to win this, you got to win with the system that's there. And go in person, that is absolutely still the best way, right? I, I support that. But for those that can't go or otherwise, don't hold back because the system, Until if you don't win, you can't fix the system. I can't put it any more straightforward than that. Well, you're 100% correct. And, you know, there are – the thing about the mail-in voting is that we've actually had that in California for many years, no excuse absentee, and – Some people like it. Uh, Some people like to have the ballot pamphlet at home. Um, We often have dozens and dozens of issues on our ballots in California because of propositions and initiatives and things like that. So like, for example, my husband likes to vote by mail and I don't. I like to go in person and vote on election day. Um, We haven't had that choice in this, you know, recent situation with COVID. 
everybody got the ballot and I decided to be responsible and make my choice and get my ballot in early. But you're correct. In an ideal world, I think we would have voting by mail only with people with excuses, good excuses, and voting on one day. But this is the system that we have. And in a massive state like this, and during COVID was difficult to have rallies and events, um, you know, we have a sophisticated system where we as a Republican Party, we actually go and chase our voters. And so we can tell if somebody's voted or not. So it's actually pretty convenient when people return their ballots, we can check them off and know that we don't have to go chase them and turn out their vote. So there's a practical reason why I've been urging people to vote by mail. I know a lot of people aren't going to do that. That's fine. We're still, um, you know, going to try our best to turn out the vote. And unless you vote, you can't change the system. And one of the frustrating things to me as a party leader in this election and even in the 2020 election has been so many people looking at polls or looking at, frankly, clickbait, hyped up fringe media news stories and saying, oh, well, the other side's already ahead. My vote doesn't count. I'm not going to bother to vote. What difference does it make? I've seen that defeatism in this election after just about every social media post that I've done on this issue. And so that's what, that's what we need to change. We need to change this loser mentality that, first of all, my vote's not going to count and they're going to cheat. And secondly, you know, the whole situation is rigged anyway, and there's massive fraud in our elections. And so I, I think that while there are issues, you mentioned some of them in the lead into my segment here, uh, you know, do those issues add up to enough to change the outcome of an election? Well, you know, if you decide that before you even bother to vote, you have let the other side win. So, um, you know, in this election in California, we have more lawyers deployed on the ground and, you know, monitoring the situation than any prior election in history. And that's going to be our commitment going forward as well. We realize that, you know, the Democrats are doing that. We have to do that here as well. Uh, we have important midterms coming up. So this is a fire drill for that in that sense. And we are, you know, going to have all hands on deck. Look, you, you go where the need is, you take on the challenge as it is, and the rule doesn't change for anyone, uh, Armit, that, you know, first you win, then you make policy. That That's that's that simple. And, and like I said, it's tough love, but if you just complain and sit around, all you're going to be doing after this is over and you've lost is complain. And it's already a significant uphill battle. Uh, but let's address some of those issues. As I mentioned before, if you go to the polling location, you find out that, you know, oh, you've already voted. There's a couple problems there. One is how did that happen? Two, what's the resolution now? The immediate is provisional balloting, right? But then that becomes an issue of when the ballots are counted. Uh, these are news reports coming from local news organizations with interviews. Uh, so can you can you give us some insight uh, or to what extent you know about some of these issues? Whether it's one or a thousand or ten thousand, it's an issue that certainly is happening. Oh, it is happening. Um, but, you know, just to explain the I already voted situation, uh, which our lawyers were aware of uh, right away and have helped resolve. You know, this, people went to vote and there's there are computers involved in some polling locations. And there was a software update glitch that showed a handful of voters, not thousands, as I've seen in some, frankly, dumb online stories, 
but a handful of voters experienced this glitch. In fact, there was no record of them having voted. And once there was a software update, it's working fine for everybody. For the handful of voters who, you know, were sort of first in line that day, uh, they were given provisional ballots. And assuming they didn't vote a second time, their vote is going to get counted. And we, we know who they are and we will follow up and make, make sure of that. You know, we have a neat system in California as well where you can track your ballot. You can track when it was received by your, uh, your county registrar of voters. For example, I know my ballot was already received a couple of days after I dropped it in the mail. So, um, you know, there are a lot of different types of issues like that. Real issues we have is because of the crime waves in California, we have seen mail theft throughout this pandemic, not just around the election, but throughout the pandemic, people are trying to steal um, uh, unemployment checks. They're trying to steal mail for identity theft. And yes, ballots get swept up in that. And we've seen a couple of examples of that. Uh, and, you know, I've learned some fascinating things about mail theft and how there's a black market in different types of mail. So there have been a couple of people shown, or at least one person shown, one felon shown with a, with a weapon and 300 ballots. Yes, we have questions about that. And, you know, we are in touch with law enforcement about that. And we're going to you know, let them do their investigation. But yeah, I saw um, the story you know, overall, uh, a couple of weeks you, ago about the uh, the the criminal who was caught with, you know, 300 ballots in his box or in his trunk or whatever the case may be, a gun, an unlicensed gun. Uh, you know, those issues, you know, again, they, they raise this specter, right? They make it. And then it gets into hyperbole. We need to have accurate reporting, uh, but you know there needs to be something done. That's most likely from a criminal issue, but it drives that issue of is this being done in some other fashion. Right. I agree completely. So I think what people need to do is, number one, get out there and vote. And I, I put all this information on a pinned tweet. Get out there and vote. Check that your ballot was received. And if you've you know, seeing something funny, we have a California election integrity, um, you know, email that people can can put their post into their reports and then follow up, you know, provide a report to law enforcement. Don't just like pass stories around the Internet. Don't believe everything you see on the Internet. You have to remember that media today is often involved in hyping things up for their own purposes. So um, and, and frankly, a lot of the media around the numerical advantage that's supposedly there for Governor Newsom, I think is designed to suppress our uh, yes on recall vote. So we should not let them win. We've got to show a strong message of how many millions of Californians are fed up with this situation. And they're by no means are they all Republicans either. A significant percentage, about a third or more of the uh, recall signatures were from non-Republicans. And so um, you know, I think that this is a great opportunity for citizen reform, and um, we have to finish strong here. So I know we're out there knocking on doors. We are documenting issues as they arise. One of the real issues is California, several counties, send ballots, sends ballots to people who have moved out of state, including people who updated their address and asked to be taken off the voter rolls. That is a problem. That is specifically a problem in Los Angeles County. It involves several thousand people, and we do intend to pursue that issue after the election. Nothing I can do about it right now, but once we have a final tally here, we're going to be pursuing that in court, potentially. Yeah, 
there, there's a lot of work to be done before, you know, between the elections. By the way, maybe it's the mood I'm in. <laughs> you and I have, yeah, I, I like talking to you because we just cut right to the chase on some of these things. Uh, matter of fact, on all of these things as much as we can. But it, this suppression, it, it's reality, right? It does have a suppressive effect, if you will, when you think I can and we can't win. But people don't understand the value of each vote, even in a loss, is important. It helps drive what you do next. And I just say this flat out to people who say that. Stop. You're, you're, you're actually being harmful to this process. If you think you want, if it doesn't matter, if you're in an overwhelming county, still go out and do it. If you don't know who's involved and if you don't stay involved in the party or the structure, the local committees don't know how it's working, you're never going to turn it around. Uh, don't complain, right. there, there is this loser mentality that is, you know, taking control of some of our activists and some of our leaders that is is infectious. I mean, that's the virus that I'm seeing right now. We saw it in the Georgia runoff at the beginning of this year. We saw Republicans stay home because, oh, my vote doesn't count. There will be fraud. You know, every election loss is not fraud. Sometimes you just lose. That does happen as well. Uh, we have to guard against the fraud. We have to vigorously demand prosecution of actual fraud. We have to tighten up loose restrictions on voting, which can only be done when you're in charge of the law, like in Texas and Georgia and some other states. And where you don't have that, like California, you got to go to the court. So it has to be a combination of optimism that you're going to campaign hard, get your vote out and win. And on the other end, hold people accountable for things that went wrong. So that's my formula. It's pretty simple. <laughs> and I think it will work if, if people don't sit at home moping around and reading clickbait trash that meets their expectation yeah i learned it from my parents we i think many of us did you got to beat them at their own game simple you got to beat them at their 100%. own game there you go harmy dylan it is always a pleasure it's a big battle i'm actually i think i'm about an hour from the california border right now i almost want to go over there and see if i can visit a polling location i can't but this this is something we haven't seen in a long time in this country and i hope california californians wake up to this that there's a need for a change What's there now is definitely not working, and it's going downhill faster and faster. You know, I was on a flight last night with a San Francisco resident, and she was complaining. She and her husband were on the flight, and she was complaining about, you know, what's going on and and how the city's gone down. And I said, why? I asked her, why does she think that, and is she involved in any way? Uh, in doing something about it. And like a lot of people, she just kind of said, well, what can I do? Well, you live there. You own a house there. You have no choice but to get involved. Right. And maybe you can't replace a governor or a senator, but you can replace your school board. And school board is where these days and for decades in liberal states, that's the, that's the you know, junior varsity team for state legislature, for Congress, for United States Senate. So, you know, stop those, stop those liberal dreams in their infancy. And it doesn't take a lot of votes to do that. Many people don't bother to vote in those elections. Those are low-hanging fruit elections that we can take if we organize. 
Yeah. Army Dillon, RNC California committee woman. Uh, we're a day away. We will know, or we'll hopefully know how this turns out. Army, thank you. Thanks for having me. All right. And uh, again, I'll be keeping a close eye on that throughout the day. Tomorrow's going to be an interesting day. Will California actually turn the tide? It's an uphill battle. Don't kid yourself. And in this case, literally every vote counts and should be counted correctly. You can join me live on The David Webb Show Monday to Friday, 9 to noon east on Sirius XM Patriot 125.